0: i sure.
1: to another episode of token rambles podcast i am your host marissa and uh we are all gathered here today because we're god what is this a wedding totally wasn't at a wedding this weekend but um we're all here to talk about another musical review we haven't had one of these in a long time so we're going to be talking um mount musubi jesse why don't you tell the entire title always forget it the entire title is "Musubi no Hibiki: Hajimari no Ne." Thank you, Jesse. And speaking of Jessie is here and she's going to be helping me lead the discussions for this because, um, as many of you know, uh, we watch all of these without subtitles, and some of us either speak a little bit of Japanese or know nothing. Uh, so a lot of the times we're going in this blind, and Jesse's kind of our resident expert when it comes to Japanese. Uh, also. Uh, With us here, we have Lexi. Hello. And Sarah, number one. Hello, everyone. And Sarah, number two. Hello. Yep, whole crew is here. It's been a while since we've done, as I said, we've done a musical or stage review. We want to start trying to get back into that. Uh, Summer was crazy for us. It was probably crazy for all of you listeners out there. Uh, So, yep. Yep. Uh, so, with that, um, I'm going to kind of hand most of the reins over to Jesse, Lexi, and Sarah since they're our uh, stage and musical gurus. So. Woo! All right. So,
2: Musubino no Hibiki, Hajimari no ne. just a bit of the, the behind the scenes stuff going into it. It was directed and produced by Isamu Kayano. He has directed all of them thus far. Um, the script and screenplay was by Mikasano Chuji, and he is the one that we can thank as well for our lovely pain throughout it. Um, choreography and staging was done by Shinnosuke Motoyama, who has also done it for all of the articles as well that we have on this on. And we have our wonderful cast in this, featuring Yamato no Kami Yasusara who is played by Torigoe Yuki. We have Izumi no Kami Kanesada, who is Arisawa, Sh- Arisawa Shotaro. Names, come on. Okay. <laughs> um, new to the Tomyu world, we have Mutsu no Kami Yoshiyuki, played by Tamura Shin. We have Horikawa Kunihiro, who is a new actor for for a loved character, with Sakamoto Shogo. We have Nagasone tatsu played by Imariyu and Tomoigata Naginata in his musical debut by Kiyama Haruki. Um, the humans featured in this one are Hijikata Toshizo, for our Shinsengumi fans, that's probably to be expected. Takagi Tomoyuki, came back as well. Shimada Kai, played by Tatsumi Miyaki. Nakashima Noboru, played by Ni- Riku, Sorry, played by Nihara Takeshi. Enamoto Takeaki, played by da Rei. Just before we go into the full thing, a general spoiler alert. If you have not seen Musubi yet and you'd want to stay spoiler-free, stop now and go find it and then come back and listen to this. If you are completely fine with listening to our complete and utter spoils for this, then please, by all means, continue. Okay.
1: And for those of you who want to watch it before listening to this review, you can go on DMM's website and rent it there. And there's a guide online in the ether that can tell you how to rent through there. Because it's just as complicated, if not more so, to access it and pay for it than it is to actually... Uh, play Token ramburu on D M. So. <laughs> yes.
2: Or you can also buy the DVD, which is coming, which is either out now very soon. So, synopsis of it, just a general overview before we dig into it step by step. It's the end of the Gumi and the end of the Age of the Swords. Musunokami, na, Nagasone, Yamato no Kami, Horikawa, and Izumi no Kami are sent with Captain Tomoe Gata to prevent the History Retrograde Army changing the course of history. Tomoe sees how all of the other swords are caught up in the stories from their pasts, and is confused why he, a storyless blade, would be chosen to be captain, and is questioning his own purpose within the citadel. Meanwhile, the HRA, the History Retrograde Army, is getting stronger and more strategic. Okay, so... The musical opens up with the assassination of Sakamoto Ryoma, as seen by Mutsu no Kami, Kanesan, san and Tomoigata. Also, nicknames will be used because I have no self-control. If I slip <laughs> up, please someone yell at me and be like, what was his name? Um, yeah, so... Seeing Sakamoto Rōma, who was Mutsu no Kami's former master, just assassinated in front of them, you'd think would be a, quite a stunning scene, especially considering how we've seen Nagasone react. And the Okitogumi boys react. But Mutsu has no reaction and is just like, oh, that's just how it's supposed to be. And goes on with his life. Like, oh yeah, okay, just an average Tuesday night.
3: Um,
4: that's a way (laughs) yeah which
2: leads Izumi no Kami's main conflict with him and he's just like I don't get him I really don't and the poor Naginata was his first mission (laughs) trying to deal with the two of them he's like I don't really get what's going on with them but they don't really so that's okay yeah a mission but
4: okay
1: (laughs) their relationship's kind of similar to their relationship in uh, Katsugeki just a little bit Just the fact that they they clash heads a lot and don't agree on certain things because of the kind of like the moral code that the Shinsengomi went by and the moral code that Sakamoto Ryoma lived by was very different so they definitely clashed yeah and then we transition
2: really smoothly to the citadel where tomoe is talking about every the the saniwa then we just jump into where the others are doing their things in the citadel waiting for the units to return we get a cute sparring scene between horikawa and yasusada
1: it <laughs> was so cute it was precious
2: it was a referee <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and Yasu's little line, oh, my blood has been boiled. Okay.
1: Also, can we talk my about the spinny bo- stage?
2: The spinny stage is fantastic. It's oh. so pretty. It started moving, and I was like, oh, that's fancy. Oh,
0: yeah.
4: I want to know how they didn't die, though, in the- with that stage, because like you'll notice later on. For instance, Tomoe is trying to go up and down those steps. And it's just like, how are you all not dying in your outfits with your blades? And
2: Tomoe's got, like, wedges for boots. Yeah.
4: He's a good barb. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, But after they finish sparring, Yasu is a true mood. He, like, spars for 30 <laughs> seconds. Ends and just lays down on the ground.
5: <laughs> that's um, a big mood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? That's, that's
5: me. Does something for 30 seconds and then is like, yeah, no, I'm done. Let me just kind of, yeah.
4: How come you yell about us sitting on the floor when you would praise this child? Like, oh, okay, that's fine. And we're just like, we just want to sit here. <laughs> He bounces back up really quickly though. He You does. do not.
3: <laughs> you sit okay. and you park.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I am not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> yeah. Moving
2: on. Nagasone men- makes mention of the two and is of the two being without their other halves. Like, oh, Hori uh, without kane What? And Yasu's not sparring with Koshu today. That's weird. And then Yasu's like, oh, but Hachiska's not here either. Or maybe it's Hori that says it. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, yeah. Sometimes it's nice without him. Sometimes it's weird.
1: Hooray for references to other swords that aren't in the actual musical currently, but have existed in other ones. Name
2: drops are beautiful. Thank you, DMM and Nitro Plus for allowing that in your various forms. We are going to continue. Um, When the unit returns, Hori instantly flocks to Kane-san's (laughs) side. Like, there's no chill. There's no stopping. He's, He's a beautiful, bouncy, baby walkie. He's very small.
1: And I love him so much, Yes. and I don't listen to him when he fights as a kiwi, because, haha, <laughs> no, too much, kanesan, 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 kane-san. <laughs> Boy, I would have thought you got it over it, but no. <laughs> uh, Clearly
2: no. he has No, <laughs> goes on kiwi to get over things, ends up coming back even more obsessed with kanesan. Mutsu comes and just like strolls across the stage like, okay, cool. Hi buddy, bye buddy. (laughs) There for five seconds. He's ready to start.
4: (laughs) But I really like his tail. (gasps) His fluffy (laughs) tail. Much floof. Oh my goodness, that tail is such floof. (laughs) Even the actors love the fluff, as we saw with many of the wonderful photos that were released whenever they were airing Musubi. <laughs> actors love the, the floof puff, puff, though. And Yasu's puff puffs. Yeah. And the feathers.
2: And the feathers. So <sighs> then then we we actually get our first song after Hori does a little Con Wait moment. Um Our first song in the musical is actually solo by Horikawa.
3: Holy
2: cow, child can sing, Marissa. I can't.
0: I'm (laughs)
1: remembering. I died. (laughs) I was dying. Actually, I was living and dying at the same time because as many of you know, I love Horikawa. That is not a shock to all of you or to anyone. Um... But I loved Ogway Yuki's portrayal of him so much. And I grew so attached to him. And I was like, I don't know how the uh, new guy is going to do. And he just, this I was so happy that they did his song first. Because I immediately gained massive amounts of respect for him as a singer and actor. That I was like, nope, I love you now. You're great. You're wonderful. I'm happy about the wall scroll. So. <laughs> yes. My rant and tirade over my love of Koubikawa is over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Yeah, Sakamoto Shogo does a fantastic job. I think we can all agree.
4: Oh, definitely. (laughs) He had big shoes to
2: fill. He did great. Yep. So after his song, he... (laughs) Surprise, Burb shows up, (laughs) and... He talks with Tomoe, he's like, did did something happen in the mission with Kanesan? Because you know is gonna say anything outright. <laughs> um and he's like, they just they don't get along, do they? <laughs> in reference to Mitsunokami and Izumi no Kami.
1: No, not
2: really. They don't really get along. I <laughs>
1: This is a dog and a cat. They fight. <laughs> yeah. And this is why people ship them.
2: They get a summons for their mission, and all six of them are called. And the Tomoi surprise—he is appointed as captain. Well deserved. Yeah, I, don't know burp. I can
0: Handle this. <laughs>
4: Uh, the verb is so confused that scene and like they're all so stinking supportive of him like Mutsu's like yay happy and you've got Kanesan over there just being like hey I'll be the vice captain just ah
2: (laughs) Yasu's quite supportive too Yasu as we see throughout this is a kitten personified
5: um, that's a big and mood.
2: Kitten definitely befriended this burb really early on, and just yeah. attached himself to his feathers. Like there's YasuSada. From this moment, he's like, "Oh, you'll be a great captain. After all, when Hachisuka was our captain, he helped us out quite a lot. It was great. So I'm sure you'll be fine too.
1: Yeah." Um, I, th- I think it helps because uh, well, he knew about Kashu leading, so he's like well, I, I, I know a thing or two about people leading. I've seen it. I'll support you because that's what I do. That, that, that's kind of pretty much Yasu's character in a nutshell. Yeah, he's great. Um,
2: and then we get our lovely Token theme, Musubi version, the spinny burb.
4: I have so many feels about this, <laughs> as we can obviously guess, just because this entire song is so well put together. Because they're all their voices blend so well, it's kind of terrifying. But you can actually kind of see little hints of other characters as certain ones have played before. For instance, um, the actor for Tomogata Naginata haru he plays Otori in the Mew musicals. And at one point, because his uh, Naginata is so big, they put him up. And it gives him room to dance and spin and do all these kind of things to remind you, oh yeah, he's a professional dancer. But like, he's so up there. And his Otori is showing so hard. I, I can You're see not
5: that now. wrong. You're so not wrong.
3: <laughs>
1: I-, I haven't How seen you haven't seen the what i oh the Star Mew stage is there actually neither
4: have we oh my god There's been many.
1: oh that's sad um uh, but it, it makes sense based off of watching the Star Mew anime knowing him playing with Pony, you're like yeah no that that makes a lot of sense so no yeah it
2: and it it only makes more sense as it goes on.
1: Yes, it does. <laughs> his, um, his pictures, the live.
2: Um,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, guys,
2: um, but be before we clean. get to that lovely bit, we, yes. we kind of jump right into the pain. Uh,
0: um, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. ah, hmm. yeah. So first so- we
2: get our lovely Toshi Hijikata's limping, lovely, the wounded foot, with being supported by Shimarariki. Riki. Riku. And, yeah, he's not doing so well.
1: Nope, he just lost a really bad battle that he had actually won before, and then got the uh, castle taken back. I'm trying to remember the battle. Now that when you mentioned the limping, I was like, oh, I know what battle that was. And, well, Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, so that
5: happened. And then. I have a happy side note, though. Happy side note, go. Happy side note. If you pay attention to when Hijikata's sitting down, and you look at his little foot, you get to see Hijikata's toes.
3: (laughs) I knew where she was going, (laughs) I was was there.
5: You need to notice, man. <laughs> it's the little things that make you happy. You're like, oh look, he has a little hole in his little his little foot cover thingy. You can see his little toes. And and then when the pain comes back, you're like, can we see the toes again? Because they didn't cause me pain.
2: Yeah. Because right after we see the toes, we have Sarah's leprechaun man jump in. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> His real name is Nakashima.
4: <laughs> in my defense to <laughs> everyone listening, I am bad with names. I don't know much Japanese history. I am learning as we go. And so this guy just walks in. <laughs> and my first thought is, those look kind of like leprechaun tights. This is fine. <laughs> so yeah, I, I oh had my- that giggle before. <laughs> yes.
2: Now, mind you, we're like 20 minutes into this musical. So Nakashima comes in ahead of the game with all the sad news. Ahead?
0: (laughs) Ahead?
3: (laughs) He comes bearing gifts. Oh, no! Anyway, he
2: he it was a gift. It was a sincere gift. He really wanted to reunite Hijikata with Kondo one last time. <sighs> and so he brought Kondo's head yep. to
4: Hijikata. He must be fun at parties.
3: Preparable. <laughs> <laughs> Considering oh. I bawled my eyes out. Oh, that broke up. The tears
2: started oh. then. And for me and Sarah, aside from like two moments throughout it, there there was not much stopping until I no. my-
1: uh, yeah. Cause I had just kind of gotten like partially fresh off of watching well playing through Hokuoki and seeing Hijikata. Seeing the head of Kondo reminded me of uh, one of the routes. Oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the characters voiced by Yukikaji. He was one of the newer added on ones. We were playing Edo Blossoms. And I think it was. His route. Yes, it was his route. And Kijikata's just sobbing profusely. The strong, like, scary Oni Vice, uh, Demon Vice Captain is like breaking down because his best friend is dead and they didn't give him the the proper rights. They beheaded him. They didn't let him shave. They didn't allow him seppuku. And it's just, you feel all of that emotion as his actor is just sobbing and holding this head. And I'm just like, nope, I am not okay. I am not okay right now. You're not giving me these feels once more. Cause I I had to I think I had to stop and like wait because I was just like, nope, I can't so much. I think I was wa- was I watching it with you, Jesse once. Did.
2: Yeah, because you were you were watching that with Sarah and me. I think yep. s- we had to pause Sarah. it.
5: I think I mean, was- on the fun side. Um I had just finished rewatching Bak Ten with another friend, so like after all those realizations, I was because I like rewatching it. I like started paying attention to different things more, so I'm like already in like a little bubble of. Not, but let's go watch this now too because why the heck? Let's just do it. I I like pain apparently. Very much so. And then it's like, oh, no. oh, the really, oh, no. no much cry, much sob.
4: Yeah,
2: but actually, the Bakuten, Bakuten part, I have a question about that. So at the end of Bakuten, we get Nagasone and Hachiska, well, Having to kill Kondo, right? Mm-hmm. So, is this a different timeline? Or did Hachiska be a Naga's uh, Kondo? Uh,
1: well, considering <laughs> how the end of this one goes, I would say it's the same timeline. They just yeah. have to. Yeah. It... <laughs> uh, uh, they just had to uh, uh, keep it within historical accuracies.
4: Yeah, so and we we look kind of at Shinken. Remember when they do the story of the bridge yeah. and Kondo's head? So I oh guess, yeah, because
3: no yeah. one knows where it was taken.
1: No one yeah. knows who stole it. So yeah. <laughs> yep, because Kondo's head was. Uh, his body was buried outside, like around Kyoto, not Kyoto, in Tokyo, and his head was brought all the way to Kyoto and stuck on a spike. Um, so, yeah. Get sightseeing. Yep. He technically has three graves <laughs> because I think Hijikata buried like a part of Kondo along their route um, up to Hokkaido. And then, obviously, his body is actually laying in Tokyo, and his head went missing. Uh, But it actually didn't go missing. I think it was given to, I don't know if it was given to Kijikata, like they did in this. Uh, Based off of what I've read, researched, I don't know. Like, it's been a while since I've looked into this. Uh, One of the other unit captains, gosh, I can't remember his name, took it and buried it because he was one of the people, he left before they left Tokyo he didn't like what was going on. And it was kind of his way of honoring Hondo because he still cared about him, but he didn't like the way that the Gemi was moving. So he, I think it might've been him who had and buried it somewhere. I don't know. History. Right, so
2: <laughs> history. Woo, all the fun, sad times. So, especially in this period, there was one. Yeah. So, yeah, fun, fun times in the token verse. Then we're back into it, and the retrograde army is afoot. So, we have our boys doing their thing. Any comments on our first, on our. Fighting styles for our new.
4: Ah! (laughs) I have so many comments. Does anyone else want to go first or can I? (laughs) What? Okay, so, Burb, Tomo got it. Love him so much, especially because he is so sassy when he fights. Like, you've got him swirling his Naginato around. Everything's fine. Usual, we think that's going. And then he will literally just suddenly start smacking and punching people. This is fine. Okay. Everything's fine. And it's just like he has no issues literally taking to the air and jumping around. And it is beautiful. And his outfit for battle, his battle outfit, that's the word. Huh. How do you do that? <laughs> his battle outfit just, it accentuates every single time he does a swirl. So, it's just this constant stream of movement across the stage, and it's so beautiful. So, yeah. love him. Props to the
2: costuming department.
1: Oh, yeah. Filling off
4: that miracle. the,
1: the, The costuming department has improved so drastically since the first two musicals, I'll say. Um... Even maybe like musical three, you could kind of see a bit of a transition between things because wigs are more on point because Koki's hair is much fluffier and Tomoe's hair was just beautiful. And the feathering didn't look cheap. It looked perfect and it didn't come off either. And touching on what Sarah's talking about with his fighting style, uh, if you kind of go back to either Suomonodomo or Atsukashiyama, and you kind of look at Iwatoshi, he has a lot harsher of a fighting style. He's more front, he's more power and big wide swings, while Tomoy is over here with um, really pretty fluid motions and kind of being a little bit of a prim and proper like kind of being very snooty about it like you're not going to touch me slid away oh yes i do have a fun fact
4: (laughs) but yeah so this is kind of going off of what marissa was saying about costuming um i love the actors so i'll read some of their interviews and in one that was done went like Early on, when they were just doing the voice rehearsals for this musical, there is an interview between the actor for Mutsu and kane And one of the things both of them had, no like, they spent a solid few minutes praising costuming and about how, like, kane was constantly saying, it has gotten so much better, the wigs especially. Like, he is so happy with his wig now. And to the point that they were both just like, it, do- it becomes a part of them. Their outfits are made so carefully so that they can fight. And it's just, it enhances themselves too, as well, which is so nice. So, yeah, even the actors are like all hell costuming. They have saved us. Yes.
2: It's great to see that the boys are appreciating it as well.
4: So, I will say another person whose fighting style I thought was amazing to look into was kami's because it's interesting to see how they've employed the use of the gun on this stage agreed
2: Mutsu's Mutsu and his gun are fantastic like within Katsugeki too they actually made it more of a weapon than you get in game hey DMM can you please maybe give Mutsu ability for gun troops please
4: pretty please with cherries on top
2: but
3: yeah,
2: so oh, Mutsu's Mitsu's fighting style is fantastic. I really like seeing him spin around. Like I said, I really like his tail. It's really fluffy looking, especially when it spins. Like Tomoe's feathers, it just adds to his movement across the stage. And it's really cool.
4: It's nice because it, they often had him partnered up with either Nagasone or Tomoe. So it always was a constant Someone with fluff is going across the stage at some point, which is really fun to see because they took up the stage. They filled it completely. Yes.
1: Also, it's really happy to see, um, I don't know if we really mentioned this, um, one of the background dancers that's been kind of touring with these guys for a really long time is finally uh, made his way up and is actually one of the token nonshi, which is incredible with Mutsu's actor so that's amazing to see Uh,
2: indeed I I completely forgot to mention that to start with talking about Shin. he's been with these guys since Bakuten like he was a stagehand with them and to see him actually on stage like you said is fantastic talk about a promotion like he's so excited to be with them as an actual member member apparently
4: him and uh Shotaro have this really cute relationship, though, that's very sibling-like because whenever he was a stagehand, he would be in the back moving around set pieces often uh, and even would take care of their shoes and costumes after. But one of the really cute things that they both talk about is how Kane-san's actor would be like, you've got this man because Shin mentioned that he really did want to join him on stage one day. And they're like, yeah, totally. One day we'll have us be on a stage together. Neither of them expected it to actually be on Tomyu, but here they are and they're both so happy about it. So, after the
2: that first little battle bit, we get a nice little conversation moment and Yasu throughout this is struggling with his thoughts about Okita f- carrying over from Bakuten. So we see that being mentioned here as well as he's discussing with Nagasone and they're discussing their former masters and how, you know, you're you're quite like your former master at times. And they're like, wait, how? Both of them get like that. And it's super adorable to see the two Uchi katanas <laughs> playing together. Um Yasu makes a mention about trying to change the past, but he stops himself mid-thought. And Sone turns to him and he says, no, no, it's okay to imagine. We can't do anything about it in reality, but our thoughts are our own, so you can keep, you can imagine it all you want to, because you can rest assured that Sone has had those thoughts as well.
1: Especially after, like, the events of Bakuten.
2: Yes, especially on that end. Then we have... Mutsu song, Nukami's Yosakoi song, which is a beautiful, beautiful song from the Tosa region, the Kochi area in Shikoku, where Ryoma is from. Any thoughts on Mutsu, his song?
4: Wow, just wow, because I'll go ahead and put that out there. Um, I did not expect him to be able to do the accent so well, um just wow (laughs) i know uh the actor had issues with it too initially and he's like he spent so many hours studying so it's really nice to see this on stage and hear it and it's it's powerful i will give you that i did not expect his voice to be anywhere near as good as it was and then he started singing i'm like huh okay then you you are a very hyper puppy that sings beautifully wow completely agreed i loved it because it was
2: we had an acoustic guitar like Guitar, guitar it felt like a country song from back home kind of <laughs> with a Japanese twist and then I was like oh well I mean technically this is a Japanese folk song so it fits but it it just fits so surprisingly well and then it was after this song that we see Sone start trying to actually befriend Mutsu because he's like our masters actually we're quite similar we just don't really talk that much He's maybe maybe I should try talking but Mitsu just turns and walks away like, oh, my attention's elsewhere now. Time to go.
1: Squirrel! <laughs> he is the hyper puppy. He is. We have
2: the burb song. Following that one. Which was the... <laughs> It was really hard listening to this one, to be honest, to start with, because I kept hearing the windmill song from Mio Tose. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. Like, which is it's fine. The The windmill song, Kazaguruma, is a really good song. It's just unfortunate that Kara Kara To is so similar to Sara Sara To. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was about to say Kara Kara Bo. the (laughs) ridiculous is the ridiculousness ridiculousness that came out of that musical like just that trip (laughs) and watching it (laughs) the katsuki you know you love me you know you love us (laughs) you wouldn't still be
2: here um (laughs) Or at least we, maybe maybe we wouldn't still be here. I don't know. Um, I don't know.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but sara sara, it's like sada fluttering. <laughs> oh,
0: we, oh <laughs> no.
4: that was not me this time. That uh, was not Matt this
3: time.
5: I I guess. <laughs> oh my <God>. Sada, sada.
4: <laughs> my poor favorite song is now oof. Rip. Help!
5: It's, <laughs> it's been Tune in next week when Why? we just you know that was make not up my new fault. names. Make up new names.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Oh
3: my gosh!
4: Anyways,
3: <laughs> Burp song. <laughs> It uh, works even then too because Sada's a little burp.
4: Oh my god! Oh, I burp. Do. <laughs> oh, okay, no. um, rain it in, rain it
0: in. Uh, to- oh, we, we he has a really, a really
2: good singing voice, and we're reminded once again that wow, he's actually quite talented, and they cast him really well. It is a very sad song though, because he's he's just confused child doesn't know why he's here um
1: existential crisis on stage pretty much basically i i think he needs uh his brother shizuka to come in and kind of tell him hey you know what it's okay if we don't have stories we're still awesome because it's kind of more how shizuka's uh personality is but uh, i guess the sonny was just as bad as me with smithing so they're never gonna (laughs) get him
4: yeah yeah same oh gosh that song though it's like it's so this entire musical has this really interesting soundtrack like the music itself is very different than what we've been hearing and then this song pops up and it's just like oh (laughs) hello wow but also can I just say the entire time when he's just strolling along on stage, looking so pretty and looking so sad, those eyelashes. I am I cannot be the only one besides Jesse who has noticed those eyelashes extensions. They are feathers. And I got distracted. <laughs> are they really? They I think they're called like feather lashes. So they're like an extra inch <laughs> to his lashes. Oh, so it looks like, bless him, It yes, just bless him, he needs a hug, and I don't know how he's pulling off wearing his monocle with those eyelashes. So happy thought on top of, you know, very sad, sad verb. Which brings us to
2: another major plot-ish point, where he, after the song ends, Yasusada comes on stage, and kitten and his burb in the wonderful support times he's like I have a question for you aren't the members of the history retrograde army swords that just didn't have any stories or a real place to go and if that's the case what does that make me um because he also is a sword that doesn't really have any throughout history. Like, Well, we can go into his actual history at another date. But throughout this thing, we see that is his main thing. Is I don't have a story. I don't get it. All of these other swords, they do. And they know who they are. And they know what they were. And they know what they're doing. I don't know any of that. And Yasu just looks at him and he goes... Don't think too much about it. You're here now, and that's what matters. And yes, Tomo is like, oh, okay, I guess, and just bids him good night, bye.
1: But well, the retrograde army's growth. The- <laughs> Tomo is acting the true real question over here. Where we where- actually get history, discussion for- about where is where are they coming from? I love it because even the game it's just like where are they coming from and i, I doubt the game game creators even know where they like they just it's like oh well, they're just bad guys but i love how the musicals and the stage are actually going a lot more into depth about these uh kind of dark questions about like plot holes that the game kind of leaves behind like uh, who really is the history retrograde army where do they come from where are they getting all these soldiers from and stage over there with like, hey, what happens when you keep going to fix history and run into historical figures? So really hitting on some big points. So I, I give stage more because that that, that is, uh, I don't want to heat in. I don't want to heat in.
2: You Let's, let's it. continue forward.
1: Let's continue forward. Yes, let's continue forward. To and- where. <laughs> We get Yasu's beautiful song,
2: ignoring the verb and the feels that he brings. Yasu comes out and he's like, "Oh well, yeah, I guess we all do kind of have stories. That's really cool. I have a story." And then he he gets kind of sad too because he's he gets stuck stuck thinking about Okita, and ah, uh, he has this one part in it after the burp joins him. Beautiful duet. Their voices work so well together, and I need more of them. I have high expectations. Um, but he's the line in the song. Wanting to get closer. Wanting to be loved. Wanting to forget. Wanting to overcome. And you see him just battling this entire thing. And, ugh. I love Yasu Sada so much. It hurts.
1: This was yeah. a beautiful, beautiful song. Duets are some of my favorites that they do because y- you just see, like, the back and forth and the characters, especially after the conversation that Yasu Tomoe had. This is, like, a really nice and impactful song for both of them. Then we get another look at the
2: humans, um where we actually get Riku quoting one of Toshi's haikus. I forget which one it is, but it's out there in the ether somewhere that it actually is one of those haikus. And he just looks at him like, what? What are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then we get, like, as that's happening, get Kane-san and Hori from above. <laughs> and Hori just turns to Kane-san and he's like, Oh, it's so great. I can tell where you get your great
3: haiku skills from. <laughs> you get them from Hijikata. Bless. <laughs> Bless Horikawa.
2: And God, his son, like lights up. He's like, oh,
3: you can tell now, huh? Good.
1: <laughs> so a funny fact about Hijikata and his haiku. Uh, because of the fact that he had this persona as being the or demon vice commander and then having the ability to write these wonderful haikus uh, he didn't let anyone read them and just kind of it was essentially like a private diary uh guess which little sneaky nugget took his haikus <laughs> guess? no okita yes it was oh, okita way. okita found them and hid them so, And that's how everyone knows about his haikus because Okita would just share them to people because he was a little troll. <laughs> <laughs> no. Guess he respected Hijikata but he didn't like him as much as he liked Kondo, to be honest. Um, so he, he, he kind of liked to poke fun at Hijikata so that was kind of his way of Cracking the shell of the Oni over there by being like, "Oh yeah, you know this big, big scary guy with like point like um really severe eyebrows." Yeah, no, he he he's a big softy on the inside. <laughs> 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 I found hilarious. Oh,
2: just bless. And then we get the um. Oh, the lovely retrograde army comes in, but. Did you notice they're different? Mm Mm-hmm. What's different about this, these three members of the retrograde army? They need
4: to go back to Joden where they belong. (laughs)
1: They're not wrong. They have faces. don't have, like, the masky thingies. They're more humanoid. Is that it? Did I guess? (laughs) You
4: did. Yay! Good job! A plus! (laughs)
2: <laughs> the humanoid human human, human <laughs> story, retrograde army the humanoid HRA joined the Shinsengumi um, and Kane-san and Hori seeing this instantly run off it clicked in Kane-san's mind instantly what they were going to try so Kane-san runs off but Hori runs off to join the rest of the crew again. And they're discussing, and he hasn't quite figured it out just yet until the whole group is like, what could they be trying to do? If they were going to take out Hijikata, they would just do it in assassination style, like all in secret and everything, not join the unit and take him out that way. They're not usually quite so forward with their tactics. And then Between Sone and Yasusada, they realize, oh no, their their mission isn't to kill Kijika, it's to keep him alive. And then you see Horikawa just, he mentally starts breaking, you can tell, starts freaking out. Like, we don't, our mission is not to keep him alive. We're going to have to kill him. Okay. Um. And yep. yeah, <laughs> that they the retrograde army's been learning from Miho Tose apparently. Oh yeah, about stepping into human roles. And Yasusada's former experience joining the team So he- Having this realization, Hori runs off and says he's gonna go find Kane-san. Two minutes later, kane comes back. And he's like, Where's Hori Kawa? He went to go find
1: you. Oh, well, he's not here with me. Um... Okay, so that's yeah. what the back and forth thing was. <laughs> yeah. I was like partially confused, granted, I was like, Wait. He was here. Then he's gone. And now Kane's back. What? <laughs> Alright. Yeah. That makes more sense. So Hori basically used Kane-san as a cover to
2: go and try and get close to
1: Hey. It's Katsugeki, kind of. It It's Katsugeki, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Milder Katsugeki. Yeah. You know, it sounds
4: like we're talking about flavorings. <laughs>
2: How do you like your swords? Katsugeki or Hanamaru? <laughs> <laughs> do you like them home pen or live? <laughs> home pen or live? <laughs> uh,
5: Introducing our new tragic flavor, stage. Oh. <laughs> don't forget your Naga soy sauce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh,
3: <laughs> oh, don't forget your uh, Nagasuizan
1: and um, your Konosuke Aburage. Over there.
3: <laughs> so,
2: Hori gets knocked out by the by the HRA because he's just one Wakizashi amongst this army of them. I mean, it wasn't gonna go well to start with. Okay. <laughs>
1: Wakazashis have an exceptional scouting ability. I am surprised he didn't catch that. He was a little flustered. Okay. Okay, fine. He
2: was emotionally compromised. But
1: only does he get knocked out. He wakes up tied up. (laughs) And I screamed when I saw this picture before. (laughs)
2: He wakes up tied up and being
0: interrogated.
2: Inter- interrogated, <clears throat> um, by Hijikata, and just being like, "Oh, never mind." The ropes that are holding my arms up in a really uncomfortable position. Um, my former master is talking to me. Okay, so he's like, he has a fanboy this- moment in a little bit. <laughs> does he fanboys so hard (laughs) hijikata is like god has gotten super close i feel like he's got an arm around his neck and he's just like telling him one of the standard hijikata lines and he's looking off into the distance mouthing those same words from memory you
1: know like (laughs) god he 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 I have no words for this scene <laughs> except Horikawa. Why? I can't. You actually haven't been this close to Hijikata and you're over there mouthing the lines and literally freaking out as he touches you very like sternly. And you're just like <gasps> and you're like dude you're tied up please no please no bad bad no no you're like a high school kid <laughs> middle school <laughs> stop it Connie needs to come get your butt now please i couldn't take
5: this one. <laughs> the fun commentary that small and i had for that scene was quite something
0: It was part of the only
5: reason we were able to stay up and watch it. Well, we as an active, I don't, so I can stay up for extended periods of time and watch, to be honest. But. Please
4: tell us about your commentary, please. Uh, You uh, you dug this
3: hole, you need to
4: continue.
5: You need this hole. Hey, he hey, hey, than small, EP. you
3: want to help me out with this one? <laughs> mm, so, <laughs> <sighs> we're going to be talking about how it gets a little freaky. And Lexi, you want to tell them the new title for Musubi that we came up with?
5: Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> the new title. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It was like. I remember this. I think we didn't, like, really think of the new title until, like, the very end, but we were talking about it the whole time. <laughs> it was, um, Hiji Kinky's Thirsty Swords Featuring Other Sad Swords.
4: Oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Accurate.
4: Not wrong. <laughs>
2: i mean i guess
5: i mean if it keeps us awake enough to finish it then commentary is the way to go this is what we get for starting at like 1 a.m and finishing at 4 a.m
1: rip (laughs) oh yeah Um, yeah we we, kind of did that with a couple of things while we were watching music a while ago so totally feel that
3: and yeah. it sucks when you have an 8 a.m too oh
1: gosh oh no good that, times that's...
3: you guys
5: <laughs> good time
3: i, I mean should... for <laughs> <laughs> he was having a good old time <laughs> i mean like he got slapped too but he had yeah. a smile on
1: I think you summed up in, that in that scene. <laughs> yeah. So um anyway. <laughs> Moving away we'll, from the we'll Kiko S we'll... topic. <laughs> <laughs> so Hijikata cuts the ropes and
2: and Horiko quickly redresses, rebuttons, everything gets re-adjusted very quickly. And two seconds later Bad Brain. The five Others are escorted in. If they had come in just a few seconds earlier, it would not have gone well for anyone.
4: Nope. Nope. Uh Kane, but... son. Nope. 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 So oh, Kane would have yeah. probably
1: ripped someone's throat out.
4: Yeah.
2: So they come in and they they all do the the Kiza pose where they're sitting on their knees, but where they're easily ready. To jump to action should the situation call for it with their swords easily. They're they, they are aware of the situation they're in and they just really need to get Horikawa back. <laughs> um Sony's really good in this scene too, I think. Like he's very aware of what's happening, what his status within the Shin crew is. So I really appreciated how able he was to keep a steady head.
1: Well, he did get that from Kondo. So I I think we didn't see a lot of Kondo Isami in him during Bakuten. We saw kind of a really lost, confused, and angry sword because we had Hachiska there that was obviously causing a ton of issues when it came to his identity. Uh, And this time he was actually able to try and explore who he is um, as Kondo Isami's sword and not just as um, Nagasone Kotetsu. He was looking at himself. uh, So he was able to actually kind of be a little bit more of the diplomat and the leader kind of personality that he got from his previous master, which was really nice to see. It was, yeah, very nice.
2: Um, as they get ready to go because Hijikara, they they passed his test quickly, um, they send Hori on his way, they all bow to him in sync really slow, except for Kane-san, who just stops, then takes a couple steps forward while the others are walking the other way across the stage, and then slowly bows. Kane-san is just very emotional in this from here on out and I (laughs) I love it but at the same time I'm like you're gonna be okay buddy um but as they so now as they go to wake their man make their way out um make their way out of the scene the the HRA appears and they, they backtrack so quickly. They're like, um, no. But then Hijikata steps up and yells them down and is like, you will stop that right now. Well done. The demon commander controls even the retrograde army. That's terrifying. Okay. Is that thing to see? But then. Shinsengumi being Shinsengumi, no matter how big or small, he's like, okay, guys, end guide time. Let's party. (sighs) You
1: can't can't Uh, have Shinsengumi without some wonderful festival-esque drinking music times. And this one was... I love Kapore, but this was just way better because you had everyone. So literally, literally. antics. <laughs> it was hard to watch everything.
0: So hard.
2: <laughs> Things that I picked up. And then I'll pass it around to you guys. My kitten got drunk. Very drunk. It was very adorable. And he started playing with the tassel on the burbs. Knocking. It could not be stopped. Though so Sony tried. They started playing with the the covered blade end of the naginata, and the verb was trying to use it like um like a cat toy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> trying to get him to taste it. How um, did I miss this? I don't know. <laughs> I would probably focus more on Kane and Hori, to be quite probably.
0: honest.
1: Kane yeah, and Hori I... were cute,
2: but I'm always gonna be focused on Yasu, especially yeah. if he's with a group of people um but the burb f- discovering alcohol <laughs> quite precious too and then mutsu like drinking his cup empty it's like nope no more for you it's mine
4: <laughs> and he's like what it was so confused and turned up his cup it's just like what that was precious <laughs>
2: Yes. And then it gets refilled by a lovely Shinsengumi member. It's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> and then the the retrograde army and their first taste <laughs> of sake.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> it is so beautiful. They they the three of them standing off to the side looking so confused and holding this cup, like, what do we do with this? And Hijikata, like, insists they do it. So they, they stare at the cup, and then all three of them, in, in sync, toss it back, look back down at it, and then instantly turn and hold it out like, more. I need more.
4: <laughs> you know who doesn't need more? san. And Hijikata.
1: <laughs> 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 do not give Hijikata or Kanesan any more alcohol please and thanks isn't that right (laughs) Yasusada? who
4: decides? (laughs) (laughs) like I really want to know who like if this is something they drew the short straw on or they just really wanted to see what would happen because they pulled the same thing on him as they did Hachi and Bakuten and it's just like kane son no. But they at least gave Hachi a rather easier cup to hold.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. Kane-san had a bowl.
4: <laughs> uh...
1: The poor guy.
4: He, he greatly enjoyed the floor after that.
1: Yes. Yeah. And Mutsu was just a happy little party puppy over there party party puppy oh
0: yeah
4: and hori back there casually retying the last bit of his outfit that was not back to normal yet (laughs) (laughs)
1: exactly yes to be quite honest watching him get back into the the costume i was like i feel (laughs) that pain (laughs) i know that because that was me <sighs> yeah. Even though Horikawa has a simple-looking design, it's not easy to put on. The, the the simplest outfits.
2: Just a just a side mini tangent. The <sighs> simplest outfits in Token Rambu. <laughs> Nonsense. Internal affairs only nonsense. and Chiopio. those are the only two. <laughs> and it's only their internal affairs.
4: It took me a minute to think about his internal affairs, and now I'm just imagining a beach bum strolling through the middle of the stage. Everything's fine.
2: Yeah. So okay, anyway, back to the musical. None of the, none of the costumes are are simple. Um, no. Then we get Sone and Mutsu bonding, it's really cute. They're just drinking, having fun, talking with each other. But then we get, after our lovely little enkai fun, we enter the field side more as Kane-san approaches Hichikata. And he's like, "I, I need some advice and as this is starting my heart is already like no no No. you go away don't don't just don't do this to yourself man go away now and he's like I hypothetically what would you do if you had to kill your former master just you know hypothetically what would you do and Hijikata's like well, if it was something that had to be done, like there was no way around it, I would do it. Like, that's that's just what needed to be done. So yeah, I'd kill him. And then he pauses and he's like, well, that's what I would have told you a while ago. That's what the old me would have done. Now, now I'm not so sure. And he starts talking about how he's trying to find his purpose in life now. Like he's, his friends are dead. He can tell the, the war is like not going in his favor, but he's not about to stop fighting. Um, Cause he's still fighting for what he believes in. But the answer he gives him in the end it, or at the end of this conversation is if you don't want to do it, don't do it if you don't want to do the task that has to be done just don't do it something else will happen instead and I'm over here like this is not what you need to tell a baby's word please be smarter than this Kane don't let this go to your head at the moment um and so then Kane ends up leaving
0: um
2: And returning to the group where he runs into uh, Horikawa and he's like, and you, sir, you, sir, need to not go running off. (laughs) You, sir, need to not go running off without telling us and lying about where you're going because what would have happened? What could have happened? What were you thinking? And if something happened to you, we all would have been dead. Like, it would have just been really, really bad. Stop running away. So it was really nice to see Court actually stepping up and talking like that. But then, any comments on that little scene? I know it was very conversation heavy, so it
1: much of that was picked up. This is the one where Hori Collas starts kind of like you said, was it Hori braiding Kane or was it I can't remember this one?
2: It was that Kane berating Hori because Okay.
1: Oh, because of getting captured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew there was a lot of words exchanged. <laughs> yeah. It I think thinking about it now, like now in actual context because I was trying to understand what was going on um, as to why he was berating him. It kind of hurts probably as Horikawa because you hear someone that you've devoted a ton of your energy to. He, the creators of Horikawa in the game said that, he, that his personality is essentially like he is like the housewife to Kane-san. He's his secretary. Um, he follows him around. He looks up to him. And here here's Kane-san, who's usually like really accepting and kind of a bit of a kind of a bit of a goofball in his own regard, uh, is over here berating him or acting rashly. And Horikau is usually a bit more of a level headed person than this. And yeah, much Kane Hori feels. Much Kane Hori feels. So what on earth
4: is it with partners being mean to each other? Because Danny's son needs to learn to control his temper just a bit is all I'm going to say. With love.
1: <laughs> well, seeing how the, the, the little surprise at the end of the, uh, the musical, like kind of going back and looking at these conversations that the Shinsengumi member, well, the four Shinsengumi swords in this have with each other you realize a lot more as to really what's going on in their heads so and the Mm -hmm. impact of these conversations to not just the current story but the story ahead indeed i've i was dying the
2: entire time Mm. especially in a conversation coming up soon um but first we have we meet the new human
5: the The human that represents the
2: turn of the era Enomoto is a precious human being with the mustache.
3: God, <laughs> and <didn't>. Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> please,
2: please say your mustache nickname
0: for
4: him. <laughs> oh God! M- mustache, you a question, man? <laughs>
0: Hi.
2: Goodness. Uh, yes. Um, Enomoto, he sees the the Shinsengumi members. Kondo... Shima... Not Kondo. Ow. Oh, my bad. <laughs>
4: oh, wrong musical.
2: Gross. Um, <laughs> musical. He sees... Ichigata, Shimara and Nakashima. Oh! But first, Nakashima. The leprechaun man I keep forgetting about. With the <laughs> drunk... <laughs> the drunk HRA, right? Just asleep together in a pile on the ground.
1: Oh, yeah. That little tiny scene
2: yeah nakashima comes out and nakashima likes to paint that's like a little hobby of his um and he he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna draw you guys real quick and he's like you're really weird looking you know like you kind of look like a cat kind of and you kind of you look like a snail that's really weird but that's really cool i'm not i'm not picking on you i'm not that's not a bad thing. As you should be honored because not everybody looks like the snail. That's really impressive.
3: <laughs> and um, yeah,
2: so we see that oh wow, the they they really they still look weird, but they're much more human and as very concerned. Scared for what the future holds for them in the musical world. Um
0: but then we see <laughs>
2: Um so back to where we were with the three of them being spotted by Enomoto they're trying to figure out where to go next and Enomoto's like oh we have similar ideals about society let me help you cuz i have um i have money and i i'm pretty smart though so it's not really that big a deal proceeds
1: to speak like three different languages he he was trained over actually in the west he got a lot of his education up there so
2: yep and he's very pretty and too
1: Darn that guy's french later on in the musical
2: oh man it's fantastic But but he he breaks out in song
1: and where are you I going point- guys come with me to the north <laughs> good lord I-, I pointed this out when he was singing his song i look at jesse and sarah and i'm like guys this is the first song song just by like this is a song that's wait hold on rephrasing words um the first song that's not sung by a token donchi and it's a solo song by just like a historical figure and they went boom like the heads exploded like you didn't <laughs> notice like what, is it really and then you just kind of recount all ones and i don't think any of the previous um, historical figures actually sang any of the songs even with the token donchi except in the live during like Otokomichi and stuff like that. He is the first guy to get his own song sung without a Togendanchi and he's by himself. So props to him. Cause he probably has really a really good voice too. That was probably why they're like, we have this actor who can sing really well and we're not using him. <laughs> Let's make a song about going to the North. In English, too.
4: To the And, like, he switches into French, too, randomly. He's like, madame. And he's just like, here you go. All these languages, all at once, in one single sentence. He goes through three different ones. Oh, God. One sentence. This is beautiful.
2: And then the next thing you know, though, the stage that was this awesome, like, arch, stone arch, is now a boat. Yep.
1: We're on a boat. Um. thank you for doing that <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> yeah
2: so they they make their way northwards
1: to their death
2: to, and yeah <laughs> as the boys are watching this happen the mood for all of the shinsengumi swords it just plummets and is looking at them like uh huh well this has been fun guys you're not wrong feathers and Tomoe's just like I, I guess everyone's a little bit moody right now anyway
1: Like, what's wrong what's so bad about going to Hokkaido yeah
2: except poor Mutsu they get, they get up north and he's like it's so cold I am so cold and he just tries to use Tomoe's feathers he's just like I just want warmth and Tomoe looks at him, and he's like, "You touch my feathers again, and you will die."
1: It's like, a and reverse, it is so
2: life giving.
1: It's like a reverse Nagi. <laughs> Less bringing bring Nagi to the beach in the middle of the summer. Just no.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Just poor people who have no semblance of what is cold. And
5: warm. i think going to the opposite. Me moving to North Carolina be like <laughs> what is guys? I can't I can't heat. I can't outside.
1: <laughs> well, it's now fall. It is now <laughs> officially fall as Sarah is currently <sighs> experiencing with it being, what is it? About 54 degrees now? I think it's dropped by now. It's cold.
2: Sarah's currently Mutsu and she's in need of a bird blanket.
1: I am. <laughs>
4: Give me bird blanket.
1: <laughs> we should open a Patreon and get Sarah, a Space Eater. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: Um
1: her <For> better Wi-Fi? <laughs> better Wi-Fi? <laughs> I would
4: Sorry. I yeah right now I just Uh, take a
2: blanket (laughs) so moving on from that though we go back to the humans and we see them discussing again this conversation this is where my notes have ended so I'm going off of reading between lines from other notes Um, (laughs) this conversation should be one where Hijikata is realizing just how smart Enomoto is and oh, how no. much he learned from being overseas. He, he starts talking about the stars, because Enomoto started feeling down and questioning why they were at war, I think is what was happening. And I think so. Hope- yep, yep. And is trying to figure out which tactic to use to like bring the mood back up, and he's like, oh, serious, the star, right up there, right? Did you know there are two? And, and, and Enomoto, just dejectedly from his chair, Sirius is back that way in a completely other portion of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and he's like,
2: wait, what? <laughs>
1: um, whoops.
2: Yeah. And he says something else and gets him to talk about that, about his studies. He's like, you're, you're one of those learned people, aren't you? I mean, not really, though. I do know this and this and this and this and this, and I studied this and this and this. (laughs) And that's when he breaks out into complete French and just says like three, four, three or four sentences. Baffling poor Hijikata, who's like, well, I'm out of my league.
1: Okay. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> but to be honest, the, their relationship works out so well because despite the fact that Inamoto has an education, he can speak three different languages, which is obviously English, French, and Japanese. And he knows a lot about the stars and military tactics. He doesn't have actual experience. Leading people or actual battlefield experience, which is why hijikatsu comes in with the actual person that has years of experience, but is lacking in an actual education like Inamoto. So it's it's interesting to see that one feels down about one thing, and the other does as well, and it's like, well, can't eat complete people, but we work well together as a team because. That's all we have now at the edge of the world. So then Inamoto ends up
2: leaving and we just see Hijikata back in the office and Kanesan comes back. And just more discussion there too. Along the same lines, so there's not much progress at this point. He just really likes to talk to Oshi. <laughs> he
1: he just wants to learn from him. Yes. Because he's not gonna have much time
0: later,
2: so. Uh, well, we have another fight though.
1: Dun, Before dun, dun.
4: The,
2: this is the the pre-final fight.
4: <laughs> yep.
2: Yep. So as the war is beginning to actually pick up at the end,
4: we actually have
2: the Waki Uchi combo attack.
0: Heyo. <laughs>
2: uh Tomoe turning into a windmill.
4: He did, okay. <laughs> okay. I can't help it. He did. He was just going whoop. He spins it so gracefully,
2: like legit turns into a windmill. Like Toshi is a he- Toshi, Iwatoshi is a helicopter. Yup. But You're not. Tomoe is a windmill.
1: <laughs> well, he did almost sing a version that sounded very similar to Kuma, so. Yeah. Makes sense. So yeah.
5: Are you saying that Naginata's are just spins? <laughs> are what? Giant spin spins.
1: spin spins. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah. If the title fits. And what is Shizuka? <laughs> well, we won't know unless they actually stick him in the stages. So neither of us hey, are DMM. ever going to know if our Smith
4: doesn't like us
5: anytime soon.
2: Hey That's DMM, good. let's find out how Nagi, how the new Nagi moves, shall we?
5: We need oh, the we move. need another oh, giant guy. spin spin. Uh, giant
3: spin spins. Giant
5: spin. giant spin spin.
2: Um, then we've got another Mutsu song that that turns into a group song, and it was a beautiful one. Any thoughts on that song?
1: I think at this point i was
2: dying. <laughs> I'm very much dying. <sighs> they tossed it in as as the the feels were hitting hard.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were.
2: Kind of makes it hard to focus on it at times, but yeah. alas still very beautiful. It had Ooh. a
4: really good beat though, I will give it that. She's like, da da, da, da da. Yep. It was very nice though, because it was a good little transition into the next pain that was coming up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the next scene was another conversation scene, which I have called, like I have titled this scene the grief, the group grief counseling time. Yep. Because Kane-san and Hori have, like, they know this is the Battle of Hakodate. This is where Hijikata has to die. And they're having to face it. And they're not really sure how. But they know that Nagasone has gone through this too. And so they, they ask him, they're talking about it, like, what does it feel like to have that happen, to watch your master die? And Nagasone responds, there's a hole that opens in your heart, and you feel it, and it doesn't go away. It's still very much there. It hurts, but you can't really change that. And Yasu is sitting there beside him, nodding, like, the same happened with me, with Okita when I realized, and it still really hurts. And they, then it just kind of starts going quiet. And Tomoe steps out from the, from the shadows a little bit. And he's like, everyone's got all these stories. But I, so I, but I don't. So I don't really know what you're talking about. But at the same time, because I don't have those stories, I feel like there's a part of me that's missing too. And my little kitten bounces over to him. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Um. <sighs> but then, <laughs> um, like, as he uh, he's apologizing, Tomoe just looks at him and he's like, I'm just joking. It was a joke. It's okay. I'm fine. And,
0: and Yasu just <laughs> looks at him
2: kind of sideways and he's like, Tomoe, you should really work on your jokes and make them sound like actual jokes it's really hard to tell when you're joking and Tomoe just kind of stumbles a little bit to the side and he's like I I've learned so many things my head really hurts and he just drops to the floor
3: I love him so much
2: (laughs) (laughs) he's like "Oh, it hurts and Yasu freaks out he's like are you okay And he just jumps up again. He's like, yeah, it's just a joke. (laughs) Eh, Like,
1: what did we just tell you? What did we just tell you? You Stop giving YasuSada heart attacks. (laughs) Emotional issues. Because you decided to make a joke. (sighs) Yeah. It was bliss. It was bliss. It was beautiful. (laughs) And then even more pain.
2: And then even more pain. Whew. So the fighting's really starting to pick up. And Anomoto's like, I'ma go out there. I'ma go help you too. Because Hijikata's like, my boys are suffering. I need to go help them. And you, sir, are sitting right here. And Anomoto reaches behind him like to grab a weapon. He's like, no, no, I'm going with you. And Hijikata just straight up punches him. He's like, you are going nowhere. <laughs> Um because Heicha realizes that no is gonna be the one to like really help Japan become more of a country. He's he's very important for this country's future. Um Even though he gets arrested.
4: Ooh, he gets arrested. Yeah. But you know. Whoops. What happened, happened. <laughs>
1: I think another reason he did that was because um, it wasn't just because the fact that it was like, hey, you have the ability to um, shape Japan's future. I was also, I can't let someone else die. And like you said, like, you're the future. I'm the past. I need to go on the front lines and be with my men. Also, you're not a fighter dude. You're a politician. Keep. They didn't really mention this, but Inamoto, when they go to when they go to Hokkaido, when they go to um, Hakodate, they like form their own little like I don't know what to call it. They try to make like a separate entity from Japan that's more of a democracy because at the time Japan had no democracy. It was completely shogun ruled, and then eventually back to being um, ruled by the emperor like, right after this, um, and Inamoto is elected president of this little know-nothing group of people in, um, like, in just the city of Hakodate, and because of his ability to be a politician, his smarts, so that was kind of another reason Hishikato was like, sit your butt down, I'm gonna go fight, and I'm going to die like a noble samurai, Because everyone else I know is dead. And I can't be a coward sitting behind here. But you are not a coward sitting behind here. Because you have the smarts to do so. And someone needs to be here when we surrender. (laughs) Because Inomoto is the one that eventually surrenders. And helps to lessen a lot of the crimes against the remaining members of the Shinsengumi. And... The people that kind of rebelled against uh, the emperor's rule. So, without Inamono, a lot of people would have been probably dead afterwards. Instead, they were imprisoned for a really long time. Yep. Parade. History facts. Of how I remember all of this now and not during my token rompu panel. <laughs> hey, it happens. <laughs> It does, and I always um, cover the shinseng last, and my brain at that point is kind of, like, dead. If it makes you feel better,
2: I'm obsessed with Japanese history, and all of this bit is, like, nowhere to be found in my So. <gasps> what? Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. Um, you <laughs> But then... We're, we're back to just Hijikata alone again. And we get the final talk with Kane and Toshi alone in the office. And he's like, he tells Kane-san, oh, I found it, by the way. My my purpose in life, what I meant to do with the rest of my life. I beat you to it. I'm sorry um, that you. it doesn't seem like you found yours yet but maybe it'll happen for you soon. And Connie sounds just like, "Oh, well. Okay. Cool talk, man." And then we get the fight fight. The final fight.
0: And yeah.
4: <laughs> and then much pain babies, though, they are clearly in the orange. Nagasone and Burb are almost to the red at this point. Like, from their actions, from how many injuries they've taken. Ah! Babies! Ah, we got to see Kijikata
2: say, well, keep the the other two, Shimada and Nakashima, from committing seppuku on the field telling them not to throw it all away here
0: to mm-hmm. so
2: just live like all he said at the time was for them to just live not to leave behind their, their wives which they did have and their families just because they were afraid they were going to be captured he just wanted them to keep living and that, that really There was a scene one of the conversations near nearish the end between Nagasone and Yamato no kami. I wanna say it was before this fight scene, but they were sitting there and Yamatonokami makes a mention that he just can't get over Okidakun and he thinks he needs to go back. He needs to go back and see for himself. How it was handled and how he could handle it better, and at this point I'm screaming because they're they're hinting <laughs> at a kiwame yasusada, and I'm like, well, okay, what does this mean? Um, but that was before this fight. This remember when that was, darn
1: it. Th- this time was very. There was a lot going on. Yeah.
2: We see the three humanoid HRA fighting with the burb. And this was a very interesting scene I think especially for for Tomoe's like state his like en- existential crisis state basically. As he's fighting these people that are basically like himself. Mm-hmm. And he sees how hard they've worked. And he somehow ends up getting them all into a pile on the floor together instead of just strewn across. I know Sarah had feelings about that one.
4: I very much did, actually. That scene was very powerful, at least for me, just because watching it, it's a first sign of just like how he's employing other means of fighting because this is one where he does at one point, he doesn't even have his hands on this blade. He is got an enemy blade almost through him and he grabs it and stabs its owner with it. So that's like, Oh, this is fine. Um, But it's a good thing to see how they're employing other means of fighting. But he is, he gives them this last bit of humanity because he killed one of them separate from the other two But he literally took the end of his Nayinata, picked him up, essentially, and tossed him in the pile. So all three of them could die together. And that scene right there was just like, oh, my goodness. He is giving them this last bit of humanity. It's kind of a nod to say, I acknowledge you as a very good opponent, and I give you this last bit because these were your companions, and I won't make you die separate. So, Yeah. That scene, that scene did me in a bit.
2: (laughs) Yeah, from here on, I remember just being in a state of, well, that's happened. Okay. (laughs) That's cool. Let's just embrace the pain and let it wash over us. Then we get the confrontation scene. Kane-san and Ijikata. He's trying to come to terms with the fact that he does have to kill his former master and he's trying to tell himself he can do it. It's not working very well, but he is trying. And so they fight and they have it out. And as the fight's nearing its end, they accept it. Or Toshi accepts that Kanesan beat him. But Kane-san can't bring himself to make that final swipe of his sword. And he just stops. And Hizikata looks at him, grabs hold of him. And it looks like he's eating his hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, got a mouthful of the Kane hair.
4: Now no. As he's telling him.
2: You don't have to do this. It's okay. And and he... Kane-san just freezes. Like, he can't bring himself to move. But Hijikata is already majorly wounded as it is. So he's just walking away. Like, limping. Hobbling away. (sighs) And poor, poor Hori and Kane are just watching this happen. And from up on top (sighs) of the stage we have a wild puppy appear and he shoots that final shot to bring down Hitikata so that it would happen as according to history and oof
1: i was not okay i had kind the of shot. yeah yeah i had called the fact that like when uh Kane-san confronted Hijikata kind of early, like in the middle of the music about what would you do if you had to kill off your master? I was like, We're gonna have a similar ending to Bakaten, where instead of Nangasone having the hard choice of killing his former master, it's gonna be Kane-san. And then I was like, Hijikata died on the battlefield to a gunshot wound to the Dumb man, no. Nope, 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 nope. Mutsu's going to do it. Mutsu is going to have to kill him. And he, he's going to, he it's not going to, like, it's going to be easy for Mutsu. Mutsu's just, I don't know. Like, uh, one of the issues I kind of had with his writing was, like, how desensitized he was to everything. Um, and I felt like we could have gotten more on Musu but we didn't. He was just kind of there to play kind of devil's advocate.
4: He, he was more
2: like, um, he just kind of accepted it more or less. Like It's, it's yeah. not like it didn't affect him. It's no. just he was confident and knew where he was and why he was there.
1: Yeah. Many of the other swords, when it comes to the death of their masters, have a hard time, and even I know Hachisuka had probably a difficult time dealing that final blow to Kondo. And Mutsu pretty much didn't bat an eyelash when he did it, but I know deep down he, you could tell there was respect, which was why he did what he did because Hijikata was going to die. So yeah, might as well help
2: yeah so he shoots him and the entire shinsengumi group of blades is standing there together and they just break down sobbing and then it goes black <laughs> it's like well darn well, okay
1: it went, it went black exactly if... the shot so they were crying then... right before okay well yeah they were crying as he was walking away and okay, Shota like his his crying was like he had like Kanesan had some mad crying like <laughs> he was like bad sobbing. I was like, oh buddy, how how is is this good acting or are you actually like feeling this? Like is this like some hardcore method acting right now or? <laughs> Cause, ouch, my heart.
2: Yeah. Then we get the report back at the Citadel. They don't just leave us on that. Um, and Tomoe finishes giving his report back to the Saniwa. And we see the others. We see <laughs> Mutsu running around chasing Kanesan. Well, other way around, actually. Because Mutsu's got a stick of Dango. That he oh stole gosh, from yeah. Kane-san.
1: I love how he steals like, things. From- <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he
1: really Okay, The dongle. <laughs> we need to go back and rewatch to see if he steals anything else. Oh my gosh! Yes. Can he steal Yasu's
2: scarf at some point?
4: <laughs> Don't tell him or he will probably.
2: <laughs> uh, um, but. <laughs> Like, give it back. It's mine. I was hungry. And the others are just watching them, like, what's going on? Mitsu takes the final bite and just leaves the stage. Like, I'm good now. Cool. Thanks.
4: You know, besides pretending to choke on said last piece and causing more sonic worry. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, Mutsu is learning his jokes
2: from, from Tomoe. We'll go with that.
4: <laughs> Maybe kind it's the of other like... way around.
1: Ah. <laughs> and that's why we have so many bird joke problems. Oh my gosh. Um, that would make a lot of sense considering in game, usually you're going to get Mutsu no Kami a lot quicker than Tomoe. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mutsu taught Tomoe. How to choke. Or how to <laughs> not choke. Yeah. <laughs> Bad puppy. Bad puppy.
2: Um. But then we get the angry Kane-san haiku.
5: <laughs> kane-san was a big oh, mood. That's freaking me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, he's
2: like. Even I want to eat. Dongo He says the word dongo so angrily. I have never heard someone say the word dongo being angry. It's really hard to say it angry in general, and he does it and makes the most pouty face afterwards. <laughs> I I couldn't stop laughing from that. It took me a good few minutes to calm down.
1: He has a
5: spoiled the biggest sword mood.
1: Uh, and then
2: and then we have the group grief counseling part two now that Hori and Kane have gone through it
5: yeah. as
2: well they're like oh well I guess with that era being taken care of that we won't need to go back to the Bakumatsu era and I think it's Yasu that says at first he's like actually I think I'm going back I I want to go see this for myself I need to go check and Nagason is like, I was thinking the same thing. And then Hori and Kanesan say the same thing as well. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> All four. Okay. And then it, we get a beautiful song from Berbemutsu as the four of them take off together, in different corners of the stage, of course, but. What is with these magic citadels and sending multiple swords on Kiwami
0: at once?
1: I don't know. Screw the rules. We we, we have money. <laughs> we don't have money, but we have play. We have the paper. Please let us give the paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, well, at least the stage is doing it correctly. I don't know. They. I mean. Oh, the
2: Never mind, never mind. Backing up. We'll we'll have a good old discussion on the stages Kiwame's at a later date. Okay, I'm guessing stuff happens in Hiden. That's a whole other story. <laughs> we'll have a good discussion on Hiden at a later date. Let's just say that this has been an actually harder episode to record than I thought. Um, and we just made it through the end of the home pen. So, any Yay. overall thoughts on the home pen itself? from you guys like a favorite scene of yours favorite song thus far um just in general any wrap-up notes from the home pen
4: beautiful that's all I can honestly say at this point like it was so well done emotional very well done with the music everything (sighs) so much love that's all I want to say for the home pen (laughs)
1: Yeah, this is a wonderful wrap up to the Shinsengumi Gumi story. Uh, you kind of like, even though they're going on their Kiwame journey, we ourselves as viewers don't need to like see that. That's going to be a personal thing. So this really wrapped it up, and nice two parts uh, with that. And I, I have, so we we might. I have no idea what we're gonna do next musical considering um the first one was about gosh sorry my legs um the first and because the first and the fourth were about the um yeah about kind of had some yeah we've kind of had some continuations um so we might have a possible continuation with the uh
4: Ieyasu. please, 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 that's... please, 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 that's please. We that's dealt with the to birth bring and back Hachisuka. The, the death,
2: can it? Can we? I don't know. What are know. they going
1: to do for him then? I don't know. That's why I'm confused. So, like, we'll see how it goes from here when it comes to eventually later on. So, because yep. four of them, like, two. Musicals will connect to each other. Xenioteose is just kind of in the, the the weird middle, going, "I am the awkward middle child. My formula is different than all the others." Yeah. <laughs> to be. Maybe we'll be surprised. <laughs> we, we might we'll... be
2: surprised. I'm sure we'll be surprised of by whatever they bring out next. Yeah. But that's a talk for later.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Um. Small. Did you have any thoughts from the home pen?
3: Uh, overall, I thought it was good. uh It was kind of hard to remember because it was four in the morning. But other than that, it was Haru chan, Tomoe gata, our queen
0: bee.
3: That's all I gotta say. Hashtag best sword of the year right now
2: especially as we move into the
5: live yes (laughs) stole the show
2: lexi did you have any thoughts on the home pen before we transition
5: i enjoyed it um i wish i watched it under better circumstances myself mentally um but between all the token things i was like let me just throw myself at every single thing at once and then watch this And then, like, realized that the way that I watched it wasn't probably the best way. Like, there's certainly a way that if you watch things, like, with someone versus by yourself, you have different reactions. Like, I enjoyed watching it, but I feel like it's the things that you notice when you're by yourself that kind of make you appreciate it a little bit more than before. So I enjoyed it a lot. I would go rewatch it, which I should, and I need to. But until then, I'm just going to appreciate it for what it is. Haruchan, Queen Bee, Praise bee. Um And uh, please, please give the big mood his dongo. Yep. And please find, <laughs> please find my husband.
2: We will find your husband for Especially all of the for- damages he has caused. Both emotional and physical at this point. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: okay, so moving into the the life restoring live. <gasps> Bless the live. Bless the live indeed. Ugh. Except for their alien outfits, can they? Can we not enter the space age, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, those,
1: those first outfits were. Uh... We
2: but,
3: they
1: for
5: those but they aren't cold.
1: But
5: they aren't cold. They look wrong. pretty warm in their outfits.
1: You said something, Sarah?
3: Oh, I just said that we need milk for those. The roasts about those outfits.
1: <laughs> yeah, when I saw promotional pictures of these outfits uh, in the beginning, I was like, uh-uh, no, that's, that's worse than the velvet from Mihotose. Why do they pick really super shiny material for the top layer? Because, excuse me, it looks terrible on stage lighting and photo lights because it reflects light a lot no
2: i mean actually uh, i feel like these were better than miho tose true they were i'm sorry from the velvet from the velvet from me okay. okay yeah from, <laughs> from the velvet we're
1: talking about the overcoats um yeah but <laughs> yeah. <sighs> like it, it didn't look as heavy that that was a good thing but yeah it, it kind of looked like a cheap raincoat
0: i need a cheap <laughs> raincoat a man <laughs> Uh. Oh,
2: they certainly did know how to make an entrance, too. Oof.
4: Did they? <laughs> oof! The sass <laughs> of every single one of them when they came on stage. Oh,
1: yeah, especially Haru. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Him and well, his especially hips. Especially
1: Hato.
3: Oh oof. yeah. Oof! All the oof. He was he knows how to work his body into uh, once he started posing all the other things, they're like, we're gonna Hotter He's
2: he's definitely a ringleader and I approve. <laughs> Sarah, can you tell your comments on the kisses song?
4: Oh Lord, um <laughs> <laughs> which part the uh you know exactly what i'm talking about oh i made a i have a lot of oh <laughs> that one <laughs> um so i put a note initially about the bless them with the english that they threw in and then i added better love story than speed <laughs> Oh, you're not. <laughs> <wrong>. oh, I'd <laughs> love to speak. Hugs, oh, tumble kitty. Oh, no.
0: Oh.
3: This shade.
5: Oh, my <laughs> goodness.
3: Where are my sunglasses I at, Darker you guys? than the current stone. Please, no. That did not come from me. <laughs> in my defense I'm like
4: <laughs> as of this recording it was only 20 or so hours ago when I made this if that says sleep I was getting um but like they integrated the English so well which I think helps because Haru-chan Tomoe's actor is fluent in English which if you follow him on any social media you will be very aware of um so they're actually able he is too I'm trying to give him an out right now.
3: <laughs> See, that wasn't Spee's fault. No. Yeah.
1: So they just they just finally figured out how to write a better English song. That's all. <laughs> probably consulted Spee.
3: <laughs>
1: Guys, English
5: is hard. I highly doubt it. English is very hard. English is it's freaking hard. hard. I hate it.
3: I mean, us native speakers can't even master. Nope. yoped
1: People still don't know the difference yep. between your and your.
4: Song.
1: they're there now. Wait, they're there, there. Yeah. They're there, there. Yep. Uh,
2: um. So the next one though was my absolute favorite song, and when, when they lost the layer too,
1: like, ugh. It was, it's me, Anastasia. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that every time they take that la- that first layer off, it's always a jacket. Oh so, <laughs> uh, grandma, it's me, Anastasia. It's just takes it off because they always take it off so like dramatically. It's not just like, but, oh, hey, we're gonna take it off casually. It's like, bam. <laughs> but didn't didn't puppy
4: keep it on when he started dancing? Puppy headed on because he was at the bottom where there wasn't yeah. like they were on the raised up part of the stage and they strolled up and then all at once all of them stripped off that layer. Yeah, because the oh. way
2: that it moved with the like the way that he moved his hips, like darn, it was really
4: cool. I really like it. But can I we also helping. add who they're cuddle? Like all of them are just like, okay, cuddle time.
5: Right?
2: like, Kitten found a burb and is not letting go, but then him and Hori are just super adorable, too, and I, oh yeah, all of the cuddles, like, this was the cuddle song, like,
1: hi, let's pose together, okay? Okay, next! <laughs> but I love these outfits so much. They're probably <sighs> some of my favorite um, like, main live outfits, because I'm gonna call these pretty much, these, these these are the outfits that they wear for, like, Ninety percent of the live, um, so and what we usually see during Shinken Rambusai when they do change into the live out, what we see. I don't think they ever really bring out the overcoat, but they do go into the the underwear underneath. It is what I'm gonna call because <laughs> it's so thin. But like their main outfit for this one was just so pretty. I want to oh, do really that. Really bad. Like, new group
3: cosplay.
4: Yeah. We got this.
2: Can e- you come back? New future group cosplay. In yep. the process.
1: We're
5: good. good. Finally. I, I just want the coat, man. <laughs>
1: but <laughs> The one thing I love about the outfits is the subtleties with patterns. Um, I'm trying to remember them in my brain a little bit more has been a while since I watched the live um but the 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 feather work on Tomoe's was perfect it was enough it wasn't too much and then if you look at Mutsu's shirt his underlayer is the pattern on his pants and I'm just like I'm so happy right now it's beautiful and on
2: Yasu's jacket on the back it's got the the triangles for the Shinsengumi haori pattern and then just uh, and Hori Kala's jackets, the kunihito pinstripes. Yeah. And with the black shoulder triangle bits. And I just. It's, it's so nice. Mm-hmm.
4: And so, like, I have so early. much love. And if you notice, like, even with other things that you shouldn't notice, for instance, in the Burbs underlayer, they did the stupid little gold triangles from his internal affairs outfit. They're just casually dripping down the front Seriously? side. And it's just like,
2: oh, yeah. Now. It's gorgeous.
1: And his gorgeous. sleeve?
2: His sleeve is the same pattern that's on his blade sheath. Yes, yeah. I remember that. He also has the black, um... What is it? Like, he has the one sleeve. His
4: special sleeve, yep. His special sleeve. Yeah. <sighs> Ugh. One child not being weird, that's all I wanted. One. <laughs> I have
1: those. You lost
2: that as soon as the live started.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was an okay baby. I thought I was safe with this child.
2: Honestly, your, your most normal child at this point is probably Sohayanotsu. You're not wrong. <laughs> Oof. Ugh, but then... We enter the talk portion, <laughs> which is by far my favorite part of the entire three hours. <laughs> this, in this portion, I forgot how to breathe. I could not inhale. <laughs> I couldn't do
3: anything. Um,
4: <laughs> joy, Jory. <laughs> Jory, Jory. He...
2: They they do the standard. Hey, let's greet the crowd and bring in the newbies too, right? Mootz is <laughs> like, oh yeah, crowd, no problem. I was just letting y'all talk first. Let's sing, guys. <laughs>
4: uh, kitten does not approve.
2: Me- so, kitten <sighs> does not approve. You have angered the kitten with your overexcited. <laughs> But now oh. that his perfection too. He's like, I've gotten quite good with this. He watched and he does. I don't, I don't know what Jody Jody is, but the face that he makes while he does it is very concerning.
0: <laughs> and
2: <he laughs> needs to stay away from my poor son, who is a little too ticklish for this kind of behavior. Because <laughs> he. Grabs him, brings him close, puts his neck in the crook of Yasu's neck, and is whispering "Jody, Jody" right next to him. And
5: Yasu's like, "Get away from me!" I remember that now. Yup.
3: It's the next
5: inside uh,
4: joke. Collect come- <laughs> <laughs> <like> your boy. <laughs>
5: Happily, I will happily come and collect. Good, because I really otherwise, will. I'm going
2: to find your husband.
5: <laughs> I would like to find my husband. <laughs> I really oh. would.
2: Oh, but the, this time I feel like they really did save the best for last. Uh. <laughs> Would you like to
4: describe the verb's entrance? I, is, <laughs> can I do it without laughing? That's the question.
3: I know. I can't very well. So
4: <laughs> This is where all hope of anything went by. So they're like, okay, till my son, your turn. And he just gets up from where he's sitting on the, state, like the oh, steps God. in the back, struts like it's a catwalk, and drops like it's hot. And he's just like leg propped up, stre- stretched out like he's on the pinup. Draw me like one of your French girls, and he's like, "Arughi," and I'm just like, "Honey, no." <laughs> yeah, yeah, lying right there. Energy yeah.
2: starting right now. Won't you make an interesting story with me? Oh
4: my God! Draw me like one of your French <laughs> girls is not far off. No. Come no. On.
2: <laughs> in some God. far off corner of the citadel Heshi is screaming <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: get away
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Oh, <no. laughs> but I'm trying to remember I, I don't know if I'm bringing this out of context but I know the meme was a thing before but I swear to God, at some point it was during the talk show, Yasu just goes and leggies up. And I'm like, what are you doing? Give it he a minute. Give it a minute.
2: Give it a minute. Okay, That's later. coming. First, okay. So there I couldn't remember. So, so after his little like, once you make a story with me. <laughs> uh, moment. Yasu just looks at him oh. as he stretched around the stage. He's like, what's with this? I thought you wouldn't be able to do this at all, but you're just fine. What is that pose? So he instantly copies, like mirrors, the pose back to back, or tries to. Yes. (laughs) And and so they all start trying to do this pose. (laughs) And and Kare-san in his long, long legs, there's not room for him to do so. So Hori just kind of like scooches over a little bit more (laughs) to the other side.
4: Legit. Tomoy's like. Horikawa, come here. <laughs> so Hori's like, huh? And he looks and Kani-san kind of just grins at him. And he's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Scoop>. okay. <Good. laughs> um.
2: And then they they legit sit like that for a minute in silence before fixing themselves into a proper sitting position. And Yasu is like, what are we even doing with this time? Because they had gone completely silent. And so they stand up and everything and <laughs> and Hori's like, oh yeah, that's right. Tomoe, I, I saw you sitting around the Citadel like this quite often, but you were talking with somebody. Who was it that you were talking to? Or sitting with? Kashu Kiyomitsu. <laughs> Kashu Kiyomitsu. And Yasu walks away and he's like, Kiyomitsu. Just when did you find the time to do this kind of thing?
4: Speaking <laughs> off to do so. He's a very sick kitten. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he is. And then the bird. he looks at him he's like, oh yeah, that's right. We would often talk about Yamatsu no Kami asusara. Let it be known that throughout the entire thing, this is the first time a full name has come out of haru like. Tomoe calls them all just by one of the names. Like, be it Horikawa, Izumi no Kami, or what have you. Like, Yamato no Kami, Yasusada was often talked about. And... <laughs> uh, or maybe it was just Yasusada Anyway, um, Yasu! He just kind of blinks, puts his hands on his hips, and he's like, what did he say about me? All that, all that Tomoe responds with his laughter. Just a, <laughs> just a nice little, yeah, you're not going to know. I know. You won't know. No, what did he say? What What did y'all say about me? And the questioning becomes more intense, and he, the laughter only grows. And the others <laughs> start laughing, too, like they know. And they start circling around Tomoe. Just laughing. And is like, fine, I guess that calls for acrobatic baboon. And so he does this (laughs) no-handed flip and runs off stage like Imano Tsurugi.
4: (laughs) Someone left him alone with the Yenji cyclone too long.
2: (laughs) And then all of the others, like... Sone and Mutsu and Kane-san, they run off, Baboon! <laughs> <laughs> Leaving Tomoe and Horikawa. And Tomoe looks at Hori and goes, Baboon! And runs into Hori, grabs hold of him, and rolls over onto the raised-up portion of the stage. Rolls over, has let go of Hori at this point, stands up, and just continues to run off stage. <laughs>
0: left confused, him. Don't All
2: alone. <laughs> like, guys, come back. Don't leave me out here. Come back, please. <laughs> guys.
1: are <They're> beautiful.
2: <laughs> and so they, they all come back and then they just end up doing this, like, okay, thanks, fun pose. Leggy. Sure. But then. The leggy happens because Hori's like, okay, well, we're going to start moving into our next song. And as we do so, hey, Kane-san, let's do the crowd participation bit. Can you get them to yell back? And so he does the, who's like, when I say cool and strong, you say (laughs) Kane-san. He's like, don't, don't let. Horikawa beat you when it comes to the noise. You've got to really work hard, okay? Yell it out. Kane-san. It's beautiful. But he's like, oh man, now I feel really uncool. I guess I need to make a pose to show you guys that I actually am really cool. So he, like, moves over, and Hori is ready. Like, he squats, has his knee propped up and ready for kane to put his knee on Hori's leg, or his leg on Hori's knee. And... All of the others are like moving into position behind him and Yasusada's got Tomoe by the wrist. He's like, come, come stand over here. (laughs) Stands behind Horikawa and they're all making a pose like Kane-san except for Yasusada who decides, oh, I'm going to put my leg in the air. (sighs) Good thing is. My sister, though, I showed her this one clip of it while she was over the other day. We're over last night, and she's like, "Does he ha- like? Does he need Tomoe there to like help support him because Kashu's not there for him to put his leg on?" <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> and
4: I was like, "Well, I
5: guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess." <laughs> I uh, guess
2: my sister back with all the slaying comments. I don't uh, know. Cam is
1: great. Cam is She's great. Fantastic. She's the best. So
2: yeah, they they do that pose, and Yossi's like, "Well, darn guys, I think we all got the MVP tonight. <laughs> well done."
1: <laughs> and then I- they finally move into the song. <laughs> but the the lucky. Blakey- wasn't just from that performance. No, the leggy was also done behind the scenes, too. Oh,
4: my that God. Was, he, I received... and
2: his leg. He just really likes to lift his leg. He is very acrobatic and bouncy. I don't know how I end up with all these bouncy children, but I do. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he just really likes to show that he can make it go rather straight up. <laughs>
1: He's like,
0: guys,
1: look at this. I'm having fun. Ugh. <sighs> oh, Toripio. Oh, and then the next song, though,
2: they, I'm. They told them they could become anything. They became Jedi.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> they <It,
2: it> did. <laughs> <laughs> the black light sticks that they've got that look like lightsabers,
4: but they're like yellow.
2: That they, yeah, yellow it well, like neon rather, yeah, neon yellow, so that they can reflect the colorful, but whatever, yeah, they they glow <laughs> or like this <just laughs> ne- greenish yellow is fantastic. Uh, they even used fans in this song, and I was really surprised too, like, all of a I sudden, Yasu. It no longer had his lightsaber and he had fans and he like handed them out to the other two as they walked by in a circle
1: <laughs> this song had a lot of props and i was a bit confused it was. i was like why yeah it was a really good song
2: though yeah and it, it was really a good song. well done
1: i was just like why do we have so many props for this though like <laughs> well, I- why can't we just have normal dancing or maybe one prop We're doing dancing, we have lightsaber sticks, and the fans have returned from uh, their Otokomichi songs that they did in Bakuten, Return of the Howdy Flags fans. Sorry,
5: But, like, have you seen this group yet? If the first part of the live wasn't anything, go big or go home. We're gonna be the most extra. Who needs one prop or no prop when you can have multiple in one <laughs> performance, in one song? Right? They oh, out the slay, he... they out the kill, and they succeeded.
4: I'd hate to see them go out on the town.
2: <laughs> oh, let's four. let's not go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've been doing this for so long. Okay. um, We also got Hory a solo.
4: Another really one.
1: <laughs> Another one.
4: Yay. Well,
1: yeah. My boy deserves all of the love. He's such a pretty singing voice. Still a better solo than and. Night. Than what? Endless Night. Yeah, yeah, any anything oh, yeah. better than endless night? <laughs> like, uh, okay, I am a big Tombo Kitty and spee fan. I love them, but God, that song is terrible. Not only is the lyrics terrible, the, the I wasn't talking
2: about
4: love. Or no, sorry,
1: my brain. We're it's not like eleven thirty. <laughs> oh, endless night. It's eleven thirty. Endless night.
4: Oh Mika yeah, you song. Don't...
1: I don't like the Mika song very much. It actually grew on me. It's 11.30 right now. I'm a bit kind of I know. brain frazzled. We're, eh. we're so close.
5: But we're no, so close
1: to the end, guys. It's it's better than Speed's song. But Endless Night? Eh. Okay, yeah, it is better than Endless I Night. Both all the songs as a whole. It's just... It's a decent solo song. It's nice. I don't think there's a song yeah. in any of the musicals that I don't appreciate on summer level. level. Kanesan and Burb duet, though. Ah!
2: <laughs> Have your squeal. Go. Thank
4: you! Oh my gosh, though. That song killed me. <laughs> Good surprise jazz duet with the sexy dancing on the chair and the what is Kanesan leg and the spinny ground-hugging air spinnies. Okay. Big
5: mood, me too. <laughs> 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 That's
4: freaking me. <laughs> Jesse can translate me now.
3: <laughs> I'm not even sure how to translate that, to be honest. The dancing was really well done.
2: Um, all of the sass came out in this, like, they, the two of them know how to move themselves. I'm fairly certain that Chun like, Worked very, very closely with Kane-san and making sure he could move how he should.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because Kane-san had better hips than B, but
2: he everyone has some better work. hips than B.
1: Yeah. Everyone had better hips than B, but his Kane-san, he needed work. Like he can move. He just, he, he, he's a very lanky, tall kind of guy. So obviously he would have a hard time moving about so thank you harutad for teaching him dance please teach spi by the time shinkan rambusai come please we have two dancers we have him and hige's actor please teach that boy how to dance (laughs) especially can i put forth the
5: petition
2: to teach Speed to dance?
5: No, to stop bashing on speed For like the past 10 minutes, all we've been doing is bashing speed. Speed isn't even we in this right now. It's just, it's just love.
1: It's just love. Much love for speed. We all love him. Anyway.
3: Though. It hurt his
4: though. <laughs> After can we just appreciate yes. them, the fact they were dancing like Times, doing all of these dances in heels please just one moment to praise him for that so I want to know fight. how
2: much Yuji put up a fight or fuss when he discovered this fact cause we know that boy has been fighting to like have his heels
3: yeah
4: <laughs> it makes you wonder what his solo this year has gone him for his footwear I need to
5: I think so they it's... just started pre-orders for it I know this stream was happening soon
2: so it doesn't surprise me um anyway we have two more songs the group song which is when they went out into the crowd and had a lot of fun playing with each other and the crowd and with Virgil that was a <laughs> uh and then we had Kemono Kemono also
3: known fire as fire 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 woosh rush <laughs> fire,
2: fire fire woosh 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 fire, fire, woosh, 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 fire sticks um That's never my give jam. up Damn, i love it it was really weird to hear it with only six people not going to lie um it was also really weird to hear yasu do the part that okurikara did in shink inside 20 because yasu's voice is not nearly as rough as a um, as yeah <laughs> psyche,
5: you distract his voice in all its forms i it still really get is, lit like, no. every time
2: i love it it's fantastic
5: the, from the Instrumental and the beat of it
2: all to the the movements and the sticks with their symbols on it, and I just, yes,
5: uh, it's fantastic. I agree. I scream every time, yeah, it's a big mood, big whole mood. We
2: also get their
1: their underwear layer, (laughs) yep, (laughs) (laughs) their underwear, the skimpy layer. Return
5: of Yasusada Dangerous.
1: Yeah. Um and I'm gonna
2: go ahead and say for our crew, if you are doing it, I am helping you make these outfits. We are doing the outfits too. Okay. Got it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I know I had to warn Sarah for that one because it had sleeve, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, the sleeve. <laughs> I think mine's yeah. just a tank top, but <laughs> yeah basically it's like a little shirt no he his is his little Wait. shirt oh that was a cute thing they actually instead of being like they were still kind of skimpy material when they took it off but i loved horikawa's this is essentially the button-up shirt that's underneath his vest and it yes m- killed me i was like oh my gosh this is a shirt but it's shorts
2: it so makes so much sense when i think about yasus now though because like the, his jacket if you think of it like the how like the um the outer layer of his kimono
1: mm-hmm. the under one is white yes this, that is, this was a lot smarter than granted i love the outputs from the first two musicals they've gotten a lot smarter with the design of the second and third layers the first layers are usually some kind of jacket that's very uniform them um, to kind of give them that uniform look while they're on stage, and then obviously we get the um, their personality seen in the uh, the last two stages of their outfits, and they've gotten so creative with them at this point. So props to the design team once again for the cool outfits instead of just hey, there's an undershirt thing. We indeed. <laughs> But Yasu needs to put his tummy away.
2: He he didn't have Hachi there to to tell him no.
5: (laughs) He let him have a little bit of fun. It's a different group. And he felt like he needed to express himself a bit more than before.
4: (laughs) Express or expose, that is the question.
5: To some people, they are the same thing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Sengo. Sengo. <laughs> Don't get me started on Sengo. Please. My good kid.
1: Oh, we're gonna have a field day when we review side. Oh, yeah, it's just gonna be a big cluster of oh my God. Uh, <laughs> okay
2: though.
1: For real, though guys,
2: it's been a really long yes. two and a half hours. um I've, do you have favorite moment, favorite song from the live portion? Favorite character
1: overall, favorite thing overall. Well, Horikawa Bias over here, <laughs> so all <well>, I'm saying. <laughs> burb love over here can't say anything. <laughs> Nagasone. <Mal>, like...
3: <laughs> gonna have to join Sarah with the Burb love. Oh my god, still the show. Queen B, everybody follow B. Help.
4: Well,
2: horikane Son's off on his own.
3: <laughs> He'll be okay. What do you I call guess out? he's
2: tagging. <laughs> yeah.
3: He'll tag along with Horikawa. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll adopt him. Table. I'll, I'll <laughs> adopt him over here. <laughs> <laughs> Rip Mutsu no kami, though. Oh, darn, yeah. Okay, I'll take Mutsu, well, too. I'll take <laughs> no, Mutsu.
4: Mutsu can come chill over here. That's fine. Okay. Mutsu- is a wandering puppy that goes visit everyone's house because he wants snacks. He yeah. steal snacks. You're not wrong. He'll come, take a snack, and
1: poof. Hey, where'd my leftovers go? Mm, I don't know. Mm, Mutu. <laughs> He's that guy. Yes. Yeah. He's the guy that eats the, like the fancy dessert you were saving. <laughs> he wrote your name on it. Yeah. But, anyways. Uh, do we have any last-minute comments about the musical? Oh, currently,
2: we just had a bit of a musical news announcement on a mini-performance that's going to have a broadcast coming up later. We'll talk about that in the review class. Yes.
1: Um, um, you'll get more information about that in about two weeks or so when we release our October review. Um, so look out for that we have a lot more we have a lot more news this month of October than we kind of did September and also I think a lot of us have actually gotten back on the whoop whoop uh, token hype train because September for most of us was a little bit of a lag month but uh, yeah uh, when it comes to us uh, we're definitely <laughs> the thing on the list is heathen look out for more pain <laughs> <laughs> Ben. I forgot to say at the beginning, but like
2: I remember the pain of this one and feeling it at the time. Now going back through this, I feel nothing. Um, Ouch. Well, that was yeah, no,
1: Ten for like the second or third time. So no, yeah, no the third time heated. I watched Bucket Ten,
2: it the third time I watched Bucket Ten hit me worse than any other time I watched it before. Hmm. This time watching Musubi, I felt nothing because he didn't legit.
1: Yeah. Well, um, it was fresh. So just so. just a word of warning for those of you. You, you. you think this one gave us feels? It gave me feels because I I am a Sheen stan and I love them so much. Heedon's going to break all of us. Um, I haven't yet watched it. Uh, about three of us have watched it. I know I haven't. Small, have you watched it yet?
3: I haven't, but okay. I also have it third one. Okay.
1: So... Two of us haven't watched it yet, but it will be much pain. Um, so look what, look out for that soon. I don't know if we're going to get that out by November because, hey, guess what happens at the end of November? Uh, big old turkey, turkey, gobble, gobble time. Uh, so we <laughs> might have a hard... Turkey,
5: gobble, gobble time.
1: Uh, and... <laughs> that is my
3: new favorite word for Thanksgiving. Turkey, turkey, gobble, gobble time.
1: <laughs> so we might have a harder time when it comes to organizing that, because uh, two of um, I like uh small are students, so it's going to be kind of the end of the year. Oh, yeah, finals. Finals are <laughs> going to be around that time, so we might push it back to probably, I'll say, about December, um, which might work out, because, hey, y'all will be off, so we won't have to worry about school schedules and stuff. So, work. Look, out, look, out. so look out for probably Heaton coming out December or January at the latest. I don't want to promise anything, but I will definitely say we will not have a review for November. Um, It's just not going to be feasible with the the time that it is. So, yep. Uh, So, thank you guys so much for listening to our, oh my gosh, I think our longest podcast to date. I thought Joden was long. Um, If you want to follow and know more about when we post things or keep up to date on some of the stage stuff please follow us on our Twitter at token rambles and if you are more inclined with Facebook we have to uh you can look up our page uh and if you want to listen to more podcasts you can find us on our podbean at token rambles podcast or at any um are we are also on iTunes and then Google Play Store and in yes. any other uh podcast listening site that you can think of um will be on there so and if you want to <laughs> thanks bots Um uh, if you want to talk with us a little bit more you can join our discord so um go to discord.me slash token rambles um or either token rambles or token rambles podcast just look up at the token rambles in the search bar on discord.me and you can join our server there um we're trying to always put, once again, we're trying to be a little bit more active on there. Uh, but yep, please come and join us and make it more active. So have a good old crew to talk about token rom things, as within with in the off times between uh, these recordings. All right. Yeah, come chat with us about
2: recent events if there's any musical news too. It's yep. always fun to share there.
1: All right. Screaming is fun. Screaming is fun. <laughs> Especially oh about problem. drops
4: that you're very confused about.
1: <laughs> Looks
2: at my three Kitty motors.
4: You want a Jiro? Or a Taro?
1: <laughs> please. <sighs> <Okay>. Anyway. <laughs> Here's Shizuka. Um, anyways. <laughs> uh, thank you guys once again so much for listening. We're in rambles podcast. And we'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye.